Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of Western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six-acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie, foothills, the Rocky Mountains, the Pecani First Nation, Waterton Lakes National Park, the Crow's Nest Pass, and the Upper River Watershed of the South Saskatchewan River Basin. Join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers, townsmen, cowboys, mounties, pioneer women, politicians, chroniclers, miners, railroaders, and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of Canada. Hello and welcome back to Radio KBPV, the podcast of the Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village and the Pincher Creek and District Historical Society in Pincher Creek, Alberta. This is another in the series of our Talking Tombstone series for 2022. Yes, you heard that right. We're a little late in getting these posted, uh, but we're here now and that's the most important thing. Um, this uh, tour it took place in August of 2022 and uh, was led, uh, curated, and mostly written up by Farley Wuth, the curator for the Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, and read by a number of guest readers uh, assisting Farley as well. Uh, this took care a place at, uh, as we said, the Pioneer Cemetery in Pincher Creek, uh, which is the town's oldest cemetery. Uh, no longer in uh, popular usage, uh, but we have done uh, podcasts at Fairview Cemetery as well and at several other cemeteries across southwestern Alberta, ranging from Fort McLeod to Waterton to a number of uh, country cemeteries out in the various areas. And we've been doing this uh, program for about 10 years. So before I turn it back to Farley, I'd just like to inform you of the upcoming Talking Tombstones, which is in August, Saturday, August the 26th. So lots of time to plan. It will actually be taking place at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village itself, uh, which you may not know, uh, has a few cemetery tombstones, but in actuality, the theme that we're going to be doing at the village is a tour of the village as you've never had it before uh, from the point of view of pioneers who have moved on from Pincher Creek, or shall we say their remains moved on. They no longer rest in southwest Alberta or the Pincher Creek area as uh, as they passed on. They, are, they have been buried or are elsewhere around the world. So we're going to take a look at their careers, their importance to Pincher Creek, and where they moved on to. So it'll be a little bit different uh, part of a tour. It'll be taking place on familiar ground, and this year will include a supper. Um, the reason I'm telling you about this so early here, we're in March of 2023 as I'm writing these intros, almost April actually. Um, we 
would like to naturally invite you to come out to this. Uh, the tickets will be available uh, through Eventbrite or at the uh, at the gate or at the door at the Pioneer Place in uh, Kootenay Brown Village. And this is also our invitation uh, if you would like to be a volunteer reader. The, despite the content, it actually is a lot of fun, and we do find that. Uh, the more people we have doing readings, uh, it just comes across as a better evening and uh, is a lot more interactive and such. So uh, without, with that and without further ado, I will turn it back over to Farley and our Talking Tombstones uh, 2022 from Pioneer Cemetery in Pincher Creek. Today we introduce Robert Bull, farmer and businessman, born 1838, died 1900. Uh, and our reading will be done by Farley Wuth. So our next reading is for Robert Bull, whose headstone is just over here. So Robert Bull is buried here, and I'm doing the reading. My name is Robert Bull, and I was an early pioneer of the Pincher Creek area. I was a carpenter and a dairy farmer. And I came out here in the early days with four daughters and my wife. Uh, the four daughters included Mary, who was the eldest. She was a lifelong teacher. Agnes, who also taught for a time. Margaret, who is best known as Maggie. And Charlotte, who is her youngest daughter, who died as a, as a young child. Mary was the first uh, uh, member of our family to move here, arrive in Pincher Creek, moving here in either 1880, 1896, or 1897. Our second daughter, uh, Margaret, came out here within a year, uh, a year or two later uh, in 1898. More than a decade later, Margaret was, became the wife of Walter Jackson, one of the trio of brothers who purchased the William Berry and Sons hardware store in 1906. The youngest of the surviving Bull's sisters, Margaret was born in 1875. With her came her family, myself, Robert, uh, Alexandrina, who was my wife and the mother, and sister Agnes. I was born in about 1839 and worked as a carpenter all my life. Um, I enjoyed it out uh, here in the West, but only lived here two years. I passed away in September 1900 uh, when I was 61 years old and was buried up in the Pioneer Cemetery on the North Hill. My wife was born in Ontario in 1846 and was 52 years of age when she came out West with her fam uh, us family members. One of our daughters, Agnes married Wilmer uh, McCatcher, and he operated a local creamery at what became 577 Main Street and Charlotte Street uh, before they moved out to the west, to the west coast. The entire family lived out here, and a part of this, uh, the creamery was on Charlotte Street, and the main house was up on, the, uh, uh, on Main Street itself. This house was the uh, Stucky place. That uh, where Mary Stuckey lived for many years. Mary Bull 
but it's probably the most famous out of her family. She worked as a, a teacher here in Pincher Creek for 32 years. She started teaching uh, back east, but came out here and taught from 1898 to 1930. This is only a few years later after A. Cox had retired from his teaching job. He was the original teacher. Most of her, uh, Mary taught at the primary school level, and most of her classes were considered to be grades one to five. Her first appointment took uh, place when the local still, uh, school was still in the load log building adjacent to the creek at a point behind what became the Kenyard Hotel. When the, the Pincher Creek Public School was constructed in 1902, she moved her classes there. That was on St. John's Street, just up from uh, St. John's Church. However, with uh, the ever-expanding student population, her classes were temporarily moved down to the Masonic Hall on Bridge Avenue in 1910 and 1911, while class, uh, classrooms were reshuffled at the public school. Now this is interesting. As of 1900, Mary worked a full 12 months as a teacher and earned income of $480. <laughs> According to the Dominion Census a, a 10 years later, her uh, work week for the previous years, um, a year amounted to 60 hours a week. For this, she, uh, uh, she received the income of $1,200 a year. During her teaching career, she taught a wide variety of subjects, including the traditional ones of reading, writing, and arithmetic. And working with fellow uh, teacher Mrs. Helen Taysom, the pair uh, came up with a novel way of teaching handwriting to students with the aid of music and songs. Additional uh, classes taught by Miss Bull included composition, literature, geography, history, and science. Her educational compo uh, contributions were uh, uh, well received by students and many of them took pictures of, uh, of Miss Bull in her teaching capacity. Mary Bull was also active in Pinch Creek's community life, particularly with the Red Cross. During the First World War, she was elected president of the Pinch Creek chapter of the Red Cross and was instrumental in organizing local fundraising drives. In February 1929, Mary Bull was elected as one of the vice presidents for the Alberta Division of the Red Cross Society. Her work with the charitable organizations was spurred on by her concern for the welfare of the underprivileged in society, especially children. She also sought to improve the community as a whole. She, her unselfishing work resulted in her being awarded the prestigious Order of the British Empire by His Majesty King George V, and this was in 1936, and that's equivalent to the Order of Canada that's given out these days. Uh, the Pincher Creek teacher was active in the Presbyterian Church and the United Church, and helped uh, organize a reading association within the churches. Mary passed away, retired from teaching in 1930 and passed away out in the West Coast where her sister had moved on October 18, 1941. She was 71 years old. Her obituary quite correctly noted that she was one of the pioneers who had blazed the trails out to the West. 
A marble plaque dedicated to her memory was carved and donated uh, by her former students. And for separate, several decades, this was housed down in the Pinch Creek United Church and it is now on permanent exhibit out in the Fishburn School, which is one of the historical buildings out at the Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. So that is Robert Bow and his, and his family. Thank you for listening to Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wood and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. Visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca. Kootenay is spelled K-O-O-T-E-N-A-I. Also, visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum, or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.